Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. someone else's head fathers <laughs> that explains it ah welcome back boys to the mvm show and on location on location on the spot and we are in idaho finally we made it up here i know i don't know if we've mentioned it i don't know if, did we ever mention where we were going that we were going to idaho i don't either but anyways, we're here. We got some stories to tell. We got the gator tail in the driveway, and we're at an Airbnb right now. Because if you're seeing it on the YouTube channel, you can see us. We're just kind of motley dressed. We're actually uh, just cleaned up everything. Travis is flying in tonight, recharging everything, cleaning stuff up, and we're just going to tell a little bit about what's happened the last couple of days. That's a episode in itself, like Thomas said. Before we do... You guys, uh, check out, if my brain will work, this is how this trip's been going, ask Thomas, but <laughs> check out Motion Ducks, uh, sponsor for a little while for the podcast, I didn't even tell you that. No. They decided to jump on for three months, and awesome. I'm glad they did, because we're always glad to talk about them. That's that's a no-brainer to talk about. Um, I can't tell how many birds we've killed, because on those still calm days where we didn't have any wind... They come in clutch for us, and the cool thing is he made a little site, so let me give it to you guys. It's uh, motionducks.com forward slash, let me make sure I get this right, because I actually about said something else, I think. Make sure you did, yeah, MVM. So motionducks.com forward slash MVM. He gave us gave our listeners a break, so he dropped it like 15, 20 bucks already. Then if you put the code in MVM10, you get another 10% off, and you get a free weight bag. Nice. For the setup. So you go Sweet. to that website on there and you buy and put that in uh, motionducks.com forward slash MVM and you will get that deal for you guys. And we're glad to do that. So we appreciate Motion Ducks. And like I said, if you guys don't have it, never heard of it, you need to check it out. Yeah. You agree? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's an awesome uh, jerk rig. It's different than any other one I've seen. Usually it's in a straight line. <clears throat> the claim to fame of Motion Ducks is it's a spreader and it actually spreads them out 
you know, one spreader will do four decoys. Two spreaders put together, I think, will do seven, correct? I'm pretty sure. Yes. Mm -hmm. So you got options there. Check the, They have videos online. You guys can actually look at it. Yeah, we'll see ha we have one on there pretty good, too. you're interested in. But, yeah, we've used those quite a bit. Um, where we hunt a lot of times, basically, you can just count on. The one thing you can count on is no wind. So we're always looking for something to give us motion, and that's been a great tool we've used. And it's a cool site. <clears throat> got specifically made... It's his site, but it's kind of its own page, so you can kind of see on there, and it's I think it's pretty good. So, and the other one, real quick, we'll cover, and then we'll get right into it, is, well, Miller Outdoor Adventures Talking Points. My brain is fried. I wonder why. I don't know. <laughs> we'll tell you in a minute. <laughs> but Miller Outdoor Adventures, uh, great guys over there, and they're located in northeast Arkansas on the Cache River. And you can go out there with them and hunt with them, rice and bean fields. They got duck and snow goose conservation hunts and unguided hunts, which I really like that option. Yeah. We've talked about it before. It's kind of cool. You know, I know some people really like the guided experience. Some like to do it themselves. We're kind of on the end of we like doing it ourselves. So I really think it's cool that it gives you that option. Yeah. It gives you somewhere you can go out and make your own plan and get on yeah. some geese. Scout yourself. Mm -hmm. They probably, I'm sure they'll help you scout too, honestly. I'm like, hey, you know, this might be a good spot. I mean, it's their property. They know what to do, so. But MillerOutdoorAdventures.com, and you can call or text them to book a hunt if you want to. It's 870-586-3004. And I haven't got the updated list on the dates available, but they are going pretty fast. Uh, one thing, and we'll get in the podcast, is he does the snow goose, like I said, conservation hunts. And he has the day leases available. It's $500 a day uh, with $1,200 plus decoys and an e-collar provided. $250 a day, no decoys or e-collar. You can bring your own stuff, basically. PM or call or text for availability on Snow Goose Field. So that's that. So, and he brought, oh, and if you mention MVM, he will give you $50 off a day. So that was kind of a little thing he added in later. So anyways... Let's uh, start with... Where to begin? I know. <laughs> we don't want to drag this too much. We got to get oh, food. Man. I got to edit podcasts and videos and all kinds of stuff, but we definitely want to let you guys in on what's been going down. So we left... So you at, haven't told, like said anything about the trip at all, like length or... I don't think or so. Or the plan or who's coming or anything like I that? I don't think so. So what's, what's the plan? We got four of us coming, right? So me and you... Drove up with the boat. Yeah, we brought the boat up. And on day one, and then today would be, is today day three? Yeah. So today's day yes, three, yes. technically, well, kind of. We left. Half, half day, travel day, the first day. Yeah, and then we hunted in the evening. Yesterday was our first full day of hunting slash scouting. Yeah. Today's our number two. So. Travis is flying in tonight. And then Caleb is flying in tomorrow night. And Caleb, uh, he's the one that helped. He did. He filmed that whole hunt. Um, duck hunting hard pays off, which is episode. Man, you have to forgive me. I want to say it's six. I believe it's episode six. It was. If you haven't checked that out, you should. He just did an incredible job. Anyways, so he's coming to mainly film. Film. Hopefully, we get him on his first mallards. And uh, Travis is coming tonight. We're we're looking forward to him to coming. But me and yeah. Thomas has had some fun experiences. Yeah, last couple of days. <laughs> yeah. So, travel up here was pretty smooth, I'd say. Mm -hmm. We got here in good time, no hiccups, anything like that. Day, so the 
with the travel day, we did get out and kind of scouted slash hunted, which how'd that go? We didn't do so so well there, but we but were kind of even shoot a bird there. No, no we didn't shoot. No, nothing. We, didn't, we didn't shoot nothing, which was pretty much a scout mission. It too. was. That duck would have been bonus. Had to get out there. Yeah, we were, we were out in a spot Titus has been before, and we we're seeing if there's any birds in the area. Pretty much, that's what we were doing. So no big deal. That was a wash. Next morning we get up <clears throat> and we hunted a, a different area, you know, different spot, same area, and uh, it was I don't know how you would you describe it. There was definitely birds in the area. It was one of those days where there's potential, but there's always just one like one thing off, like one either position or just like a, another shooter mm-hmm. or just like there's always those days where there's just like. You're this close to success, yeah. You know, and that's what I would, I would uh, define that day as. It started out, we launched the boat, and on the way to the spot, and our lights go about out. halfway. Yeah, yeah. Our lights, our headlights go out on the boat. Everything, all lights. Yeah, our nav lights, Those headlights. Luckily, we had another mag light in the boat, and honestly, you could almost kind of see without the light too. Mm-hmm. It was nice to be able to flash the light just to see like check but there's a little when there's a little bit of fog on the water it's it almost makes it difficult to see. Mm-hmm. Um but anyways, got to the spot just fine. Um and hunted. And the spot that we hunted, it had really good cover. In fact, almost too good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's there's a fine line between being hidden and uh being able to shoot or being able to shoot and birds seeing you, mm-hmm. you know? So we did, we had a pretty small window to shoot with two of us. Um, we had a couple, couple big groups work in pretty good, but we didn't have like the best shooting opportunity because there was branches in the way or just, just what, what have you, you know? Yeah. But I mean, again, I'll say we talked about this so much, but, I just didn't. I just didn't shoot good. If neither you, of us. Neither of us really shot good. Like, like, yeah. You still got a bird out of each group, but man, it was nuts. I mean, it was like ten to twelve birds, two different times. But what we talked about, I was. I think we beat ourselves, or maybe it was more me beating myself up for not taking more birds down. But it was. It was such a big groups, mm-hmm. like three times, right? Maybe yeah, four, yeah. Main like two did it really good. Really the third good. Third was kind of, awkward. and it was like in and out so fast, and it was over, and you're just standing there like, what just happened, and how did I not kill a stinking bird? How? Yeah. You know, and but they lit the first pair, group of birds, which is about ten or twelve birds, right? Mm-hmm. They lit over the decoys. It was awesome. We called them up from pretty high. Mm-hmm. We were hitting them, and they're definitely very responsive here. But the biggest part of the pack lit to the left, which was completely blocking. Brush was completely blocking you and I, right? You you couldn't shoot that way either. Yeah. Well, even if you could, you'd be crossing me. Yeah. It, so it just wasn't happening. It was not ideal. And then these were, there was like three or four right here. I still should have got one, bottom line, in that. But when I look at the shot cam, I'm like, when could have I even hit one on that group, mm-hmm. technically? Because mm-hmm. when I shot, I shot through the trees twice. Mm-hmm. Bam, bam. Yeah. The second time is when it was, I don't even know how, I watched Chuck Kim, I don't know how I missed. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was, 
like I said, it was a one-off day. Like we talked about later, if we were positioned like forty yards, fifty yards to our right, we would have had a way mm. better shooting opportunity. The sun would have been at our back, so we would have been better um, hidden. And and not much wind. <clears throat> and the wind was switching, and for the most part, it was the wind face. was not in our favor. Mm-hmm. It so is in our face, right? So. Like I said, there was some potential there. We kind of figured we should have came out with probably five or six birds apiece. But mm-hmm. we what we we ended with five, I think. Five total. So, like I said, what it should have cut is it's what not, we've it's been not all, you know it's not all about getting limits every single day. It's not. But what we're saying is, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. You look back and think, okay, if we did this. That could have been better yeah. if we could have done that, or if you know, you always analyze your hunts <clears throat> after the fact. And uh, overall, though, it was it was a fun day, um, pretty spot, comfortable spot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was cold, <laughs> and it was cold it was, too, man. It was it did clear, not, did not warm cold. up, did not warm up all day. It was like it was supposed to be like twenty seven in the morning and like a high of. 37 or something like that. And that's pretty much what it was. Yeah. And I left my gloves behind. Yeah. You drove, yeah, you drove the boat out. So I was fine because I sat that, if you watched that video, that loadout video we did in that little ice chest with the seat I made, uh, I was sitting on that Mm -hmm. with my hands in my pocket. So I was cool. Mm -hmm. And Thomas was running the boat. He had his good gear on. And um, like the lights went out, like you said, we got there and blah, blah, blah. So moving on. I was pretty fresh. I would Thomas know you know I was super mm-hmm. frustrated. So yeah. um beating myself up. But I mean I did that in everything, sports, everything like, you know what I mean? Like you just you're just critiquing yourself and like I could have done better. Mm-hmm. So anyways, finally let it go and we pick up Let's see. We let's pick up our decoys. We're not missing anything, right? No. Huh? We, so we pick up our decoys. Got some oh, food. oh, let's let's talk about the little ramp incident. Oh, yeah, um, that was Oh, after. I'm sorry. The night before, after we got done with our evening scout hunt, wasn't really a hunt, much of a hunt, but a couple hours we got to hold our guns. I'm backing the boat up, and this guy just, I'm not even going to drag the story out, but, like, just, I didn't see him when I was backing up, and he was actually doing some weird stuff anyways. Like, he pulled in, like, he was going to pull in to this drive through or to the fast food place, and he was actually, what he was trying to do is pull in and then back out. Anyways, he gets out of his car and he starts mother effing me and call me an effing idiot. And basically, I th- I'm pretty sure he said he wanted to beat me up. Basically, is what he was. <laughs> he did. He like said those words, and I go, "What? Excuse me? Can you remember everything I said? It's funnier coming from you yeah. because I'm <laughs> like so nonchalant. What? You're like, there's no, there's no reason for name calling or something like that. Like, <laughs> calm down, y'all, calm down. All right, there's no need for name calling." <laughs> like that, and he's like, I don't know. I couldn't hardly hear what that guy was and he, saying. And to boot, he was wearing a stinking mask. Mm-hmm. And then he jumped in his car real that fast and really, sped off. Yeah, like we were. He's a little I was, chihuahua. And I told him loud. exactly. And I said, Pansy. I said, uh, get over it. It's over. Okay, I'm sorry. I backed up. I didn't see you there. Get over it. And he's like, blah blah blah. Jumped in his car and left. I mean, me and Thomas were seconds from stepping out, but it's like. I was I had my hand on the 
the handle, but it was like, what's that going to do? The guy, ain't no way that guy's going to do anything. Anyways, so we started talking about, wow, Idaho, huh? I've never had that happen in California. You come to Idaho, <laughs> guys are acting crazy. Everyone gives California a bad name. Then we get to the ramp. This is the story that makes me mad. Thomas knows this steamed me bad. Because I told Thomas, we had this conversation. I said, you know what makes me mad <laughs> is when people don't say what bothers them. If you're mad about something and you just clam up, I can't stand that. Just speak your peace. I may argue with you, but speak your peace. Don't clam up or shake your head or roll your eyes and don't say a word. What's bothering me? Let me know. Well, this is what happened. I Thomas Thomas to drive the boat. He drops me off. I have my truck keys. This dude is in the middle of the ramp, dead center. You can't go on the left side or the right side. And he just sucks up the whole thing, which you're not supposed to do in any ramp. That's People know that. What kind of moron parks in the middle of the ramp? Like you that? don't. If, well, if there's no way around, okay, whatever. I understand that. But he wasn't close to ready. But look at You see a boat coming in. You yeah. think, you know what? I should probably move out of the yeah. way. Because this guy proceeds. But I won't cut in his story, but he proceeds to mess with junk in his truck and boat for another I don't even, until we left. We left and he was still messing with stuff. He was still stuff. doing it. So go ahead. So I jump off the boat. I run up. I, I'm i walking past him because he's halfway down the ramp and he's in the dead center. And I'm like looking. I'm like, I honestly didn't even bother me that he was doing that because I've done that before. People pulling like, oh, shoot, you know. Oh, yeah, no. You know what I mean? What, what happens next yes. is what So I'm walk. I kind of like slowly walked by him and I'm like, how's it going, man? And he, he never looked at me. And I'm, I'm 20 yards from him. He heard me. Okay. I'm like, whatever, dude. Like, it didn't really bother me that bad. I was like rolling my eyes like, okay. Guy's a grout. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com waypoint. That's mintmobile.com waypoint. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com waypoint. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears. Multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, Check out MidwayUSA.com. At MidwayUSA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, Shop MidwayUSA.com. Someone walk past him. Doesn't say a word. He knows the boat's right there. Thomas is there with the gator tail that's loud. You can hear it. He's right down the ramp. And I'm getting my truck. I unlock it. I start it. 
I put it in reverse, and I'm looking back at my viewers like, this dude ain't going to move anytime soon. <laughs> Normally, I would wait a couple minutes to let somebody not. I don't really want to, you know, whatever. He wasn't like unhooking stuff like no. that. No. He's literally he's pilfering, tinkering. He's pilfering in the his, back of his yeah. truck in his boat, walking around, looking at me, lacking in. Because the first thing we know he did is he looked at our plates, okay? Oh, we're Californians. Oh, we're terrible people. And so I put it back in park and I'm like, this dude's not gonna move. So I walk back over there. I got I already got the vibe. I already knew I didn't think it was going this far, but I already got the vibe. I walked over there and I said, excuse me, sir, um, would you mind, I go, I go, do you mind if I like kind of squeeze in between the bank and your boat? I don't want, you don't have to move, but I can squeeze in if you're comfortable. And he like throws his stuff down, like boom. And he like looks at me. He's all, I'll pull forward. <laughs> like I ruined his day <laughs> that I could get my boat out of the water. <laughs> so he gets in his truck and he like speeds forward. And I'm like, thank you, sir. Like, thank you. And of course he didn't answer me. I was being insanely nice. So I went back, got my truck, zoomed down. Now I'm trying to like do it fast. I back down there. Dean Thomas has got this down to science. It's fast. <laughs> so I back down. He drives in on it. Hook it up. Zzz, reel it up. Pull out. As I go past him, because he's so close, I go, thanks. Didn't look up. Okay. <laughs> Thomas doesn't even know what's going on yet. We pull up. Now I'm starting to get irritated. I'm like, okay, he don't want to talk to me. Guess what? You should have told me earlier. Guess what? I well, because no it was kind of, you know, it was kind of building. It wasn't really, Yeah. I was like, eh. But then I was like, okay, he doesn't want to talk to me. Now I'm going to make him talk to me. So we get out and now I'm like looking at him a lot now. Like I'm looking over at him, <laughs> trying to figure out what's his problem. And as I'm looking at him, he's staring at me and we're only about 40 <laughs> yards away. And I look at him and I, I'm like, making it obvious and I'm kind of talking about him to Thomas. That's when I start telling you about him. And you didn't really think much of it at first. Well, yeah. You and did, I know you didn't say much. And You're I like, know this guy can like, hear me. Dude, this guy's like looking at us. That's like all you said. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm literally, I'm underneath the seat of our boat trying to find a fuse that's blown so we can get our lights fixed. I'm like underneath there and he's like, dude, this guy's like looking at us. I'm like, Okay, so what? Yeah, I wasn't saying much <laughs> I didn't then, know I guess. what was going on. Well, then he literally gets down on one knee. In it, now he's up in, in his boat messing with something. I was like, what was he doing? <laughs> he gets down on his one knee, puts his elbow, and stops and stares at me. He's seen And he's every seen time I looked over at him, every time I looked at him, and, and this is probably within less than a minute of time because I'm putting the, the, the straps on the boat. Mm -hmm. And I like look at him. He's looking at me. I put the other strap on. I look at him. He's he's not doing anything anymore to his boat. He's looking at me, scowling. And he looks down and shakes his head. <laughs> he looks up at me, shakes his head and puts his head down. Like letting me know he's disgusted and annoyed at us. <laughs> and I go, I want to say, what is your problem? I just want to say, when someone's doing that you, to me and staring at me and shaking their you head. You are his problem. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me what your problem is, dude. I don't even, I was this close and I had every right to. Someone's doing that to you and they, they're making it obvious. And I was like, so I decided to do something else. I did a different approach. I said, so are you fishing for trout? And uh, what did he say? He nah, said, there ain't no trout out here. Yeah, there ain't no trout out here. Okay, hmm. So you have fishing rods in your boat. You have a fishing boat. And I'm like, 
oh, that, it was just getting me more. I was like, okay. Then I said, oh, then he cuts in. No, I said, he asked what are you fishing bird, for then? He asked was that before or after? Flying, I think before. He goes, was there much birds flying? And I said, nah, you know, a little bit. I was trying to play it. I mean, no duckers. Like, yeah, they're everywhere. I was like, yeah, a little bit. He's all, yeah. What do you say? Well, those five mallards are about the only five birds I've seen out here all summer. Yeah, the five birds I that we quit have. hunting here 10 years ago. Yeah. In other words, we've killed all the birds out in this area. I got to get this story over with. It's already 20 minutes. And I was just like, I went to, and so then I asked him again. I said, so, well, what are you fishing for? I'm totally doing this. He doesn't want to talk to us. Can you tell at that point? Yeah. I said, so, so what are you fishing for then? I don't, I don't know. Whatever bites. Well, yeah. You know, and he's not even that old. He's probably like 50 something. You think he's that? Yeah. I was thinking, yeah, maybe late forties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, yeah. Li- he lived a rough life. He he's probably like 37. Mood. Oh my goodness. He was foul because of us. Bottom line. And it's like, I want to say, so you're going to go fish for, you don't even know what. And then you're going to catch the poor little fish and put a hook there's going to be no mouth. fish less than put it hook. Like he was acting like we were destroying all the waterfowl in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Man. That, that one burnt me for about two hours. <laughs> that took me a while to get over that one. It, took, want, it took a whole... Uh, until like I Freddy, got to DQ. Freddy's custard... No, that was DQ. <laughs> oh, DQ twister to get over that one <laughs> oh, man dude i just told thomas like you gotta let it go because you don't know what's happening in people's lives but it's mind-blowing how people can be i just can't do that to people i don't like you do you do something to hurt my kids well yeah i'm gonna snap on you but just when someone's being cordial to you nice to you doing everything they can do to be over the top friendly mm-hmm. and you want to be an outright well, punk you think guy you know outdoorsman wouldn't have that kind of like look on most things outdoors. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I don't look at fishermen and go, these guys, man, they're catching all the trout. They're ruining <laughs> right. everything. You know, like you hope that everybody has, um, you know, good ethics and etiquette and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But it's like guys for like guys for him, excuse me, I can't talk either. Guys like him looking at guys like us, we shot five birds between the five. two of us. Like, we're not destroying anything We at really all. put a dent in it. Like, <laughs> we're not, you know, we're not hurting anything at all. And he just act like we just spit in his coffee or something. It's mm-hmm. just crazy. But So these are all stacked. These things are all stacking up mm-hmm. on us now. And we're like, no offense to anybody that listens from Idaho, because we have, I like Idaho, but it was like, man. <laughs> Within 16 hours, we had two literal jerks. Yeah. And I don't think I've ever had that in California. Yeah. Like, no run-ins with any, anything like that. I mean, mm-hmm. I shouldn't say that. I mean, I'm sure there's been a point in time, but yeah, it was just really weird, mm-hmm. okay? <clears throat> so we go get DQ, and are we going to scout? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to scout. Yes, yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> you go ahead now. I'm trying to remember. <sighs> we we're, we head to that spot. That oh, yeah. Oh, my word. How did I even forget? I don't know. How did I forget? So we drive... What like an hour, uh, you yeah. know? Drive you're you're driving. Launch. Yeah, I drove. And then you're driving the boat. No, I'm. You drove there. I took the boat. Yeah. So <laughs> we we launch out. Tyce is in the boat. I jump in and <laughs> oh man, La- you know, lack of com- communication. What we have here is a failure to communicate. Hey, do you have your phone on you? 
Oh, yeah. You should play the audio and hold it up to the mic. Actually, no, we'd plug it in. I don't even like you hearing what I'm about. <laughs> okay. Get to that part. Get okay. to the part okay. of that audio. Okay. Okay. So, launch Here, the boat. Get it ready and I'll, I'll plug it in. Launch the boat. I'm in, I, I jump in the boat. Okay. There's no service where we're at. And Titus is like, you know, usually what we do is if whoever's driving the other guys on Onyx, looking up spots, you know, scouting out potential areas we want to check out. So mine, um, I had to go to my settings and put it in airplane mode so my offline maps, like I couldn't get it to work right, right? So I just put it in offline, looked at the map. He's like, which way do you want to go? <laughs> Excuse me. I was like, let's let's go, uh, you know, you, we want to go north or south. I go, let's go this way. He's like, okay. So <laughs> we just got in. It's a beautiful place, right? And Titus just starts ripping. Like, let's go. Like always. Yeah, let's go, you know. Starts ripping. And I'm like, yeah, this is great. I, I switched from Onyx to my video camera. But you didn't tell me that. You said you didn't have service. You're looking for service, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were on Onyx all the time. Didn't you? I thought you thought you were too, though. You act like you didn't realize you were videoing. No, I looked. I got my Onyx working. And I said, yeah, let's go this way. And then when I said that, I switched to my video camera. But you said that you didn't. Okay, hold on. We need to debrief this some more. You, it's not in the video, of course, and I think that's what changed what you were saying originally. Because I thought you said, I said which way, and you yelled, "Hold on." Mm -hmm. Is that in the video? No, that was before. You said, video. "Hold on, I don't have service." Yeah. And while I'm waiting, thinking you're getting service, I'm flying. Yeah. I thought you said go right. Remember, I yeah. said that. Right. Right. Okay. So this yeah. is what's this is I, I guess I never I guess I didn't answer you or something. No, you said I don't have serve or I own service, but I for some reason thought you said go right. Right. So But then why would you whip your camera out after this? I don't I'm know. Glad, I, I'm glad you did. I must have just but been why enjoying you? it, I guess. <laughs> so I, you were enjoying going fast because cruising. I wasn't expecting what was about to happen. I'm actually oh, no kidding. in no, the video. Here. Is it in ready? the in the video I'm <laughs> I'm actually Here. pointing out birds, because literally, and in we, my innocent little mind, I'm thinking, <sighs> we literally launched in probably half mile. We're already seeing ducks, and I'm like, yeah, like we're both on Did, cloud nine, right? You're seeing ducks. It's in the video. You can see it. Really? I'm pointing at them as soon as you, as soon as I start. I'm pointing at ducks. Let's see if it works. <laughs> so I'm looking up in the sky, and I'm thinking, you're go right. Okay, here, here's the audio. Listen, Thomas points. <laughs> oh man, listen, listen. I go lean. Okay, okay. We're going thirty. So we're plus going in this, this cove. Point. Yeah, we're going thirty plus. Yeah, uh, Rocky is with us actually. Yeah, and decoys. Yep, everything. And I go, man, it's shallow right before he, he did you, and he didn't really realize you had all this on video. How do you not realize that? I mean, how did you just figure that out? Because it's not like we can talk like me to you. It's super loud with all the wind. No, but how did you not know you had this video? You were acting like shocked that you had that all on video. Remember last time you are like, mm -hmm. I had this on video. Mm -hmm. you because forgot. I think it just happened before I even realized it. <laughs> because, because the real disconnect is which way, yeah. like left yeah. or right? Because Tice goes, there's an island. You want to go left or right? 
And I, I don't know. Did I say right? I, I thought you said right, I, but you maybe. said you said. I don't know. I don't have service. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I, don't I ask think, me how I. Uh, here, let's put it this way: when you're going thirty plus, and the guy's facing forward in front of you, you, yeah. you ain't gonna hear what he's saying. Right. So we're going in this cove. By this point, I go, dude, it's shallow. I can't stop. Actually, I don't know if that's in the video. I said I can't stop. You can't really tell right there. It was like two inches, three inches? Three inches. With max. straight mud underneath, but we didn't know. Like I'm like, okay, it might be deep in the back. So there's the main part of the river, and off the one side, <clears throat> there's like an arm that kind of comes out. But there's there's water on the other side of that, but it's basically like a huge mud flat. And Well, we didn't know that until we were in it. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I kept speed up because I'm thinking, you know, obviously we're two different people. We think differently. He says he would have let off. I was goosing it thinking, okay, maybe it's deeper in the back of this. If you look at this, I mean, you think that looks shallow? Right. That don't look shallow. No, it don't. So it was windy too, right? Mm -hmm. Which so is crazy. Mm -hmm. It's real chop. Mm -hmm. There's no way. If you looked at the water, there's no way you would have knew that it was shallow. But like we that. were looking. I mean, I don't know if you were here. Obviously, you were videoing. But I was looking down. I was standing up, and I was looking down. I'm like, oh, my goodness, it's shallow. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, if I stop, we're going to get stuck. So rip. And maybe it'll be deep in the back. Mm -hmm. No. So now we're trying to make a loop to get out of there. And I will tell you this. The gator tail, I don't know if it's all boats, does not go left sharp at all it <laughs> slides okay you keep sliding out and if i let i and you can hear it i'm trying to kind of give this presentation to what you're hearing uh but if you go right it cuts hard and you can cut hard right so here's hear me i'm saying lean lean <laughs> And we're looking right at Tully's right now. Thomas leans. We actually start cutting pretty good. We're sliding. Hear it? Hear the motor? And we get it. We're like, oh, man. Well, it's still sliding. Let off. Goose. Let off. Goose. Listen. Gosh, it's like a bad dream. <laughs> oh my goodness, I don't like playing what I say. I said it. I don't need to say flip. I keep. I got in a bad habit of saying flip. We're we're done. What are you doing? I'm trying my best to not scream, and I guess the best I can come up with is, "What are you doing?" Oh. <laughs> I'm living this oh in slow goodness. motion. We're just like gliding into a big, <sighs> massive mud bank with toolies. And okay. It's incredible that we even made it through that first cut. It is. So we, Anyways. Were, we were all the way on the right-hand side. It's all my fault. I cut in. I ran in that bank. I slid into it. Uh, we're mad. We really, after that, that was said, that was it. Yeah. There wasn't much said after that, except mm -hmm. our debrief in the truck. I don't think I don't think anybody besides guys that have boats and have gotten there's stuck no real way bad are gonna understand that. You would ever understand. <coughs> I know there's guys out there in boats that have gotten stuck bad, and they are the only ones that could understand the situation that we were in. We were in a bad situation. Folks. Okay, we were not in water. There was zero water. We were. What'd you say? You guessed twelve feet. 
Yeah, oh, easily. I thought it was more, but let's just say 12 feet. I'd say 50, easily 15. Okay, of mud. Yeah, mud. We no skidded water. through the little two inches of water into the mud, into the toolies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now we're like, <laughs> okay. Oh, we we didn't know how mushy it was going to be. That's another thing that hosed us. Uh, the mud was knee deep. Knee deep, and then hard bottom under the knee deep mud. Thomas luckily, said he, Thomas, I know. What if there was no hard bot? We couldn't have done we it. We were done. We were done. Luckily, well, not luckily, but <coughs> I, so had, let's say I had a Garmin. How many times do you think your hip popped from trying to pull out and reposition? Six or seven at least. Easily. Mine would pop three, four times. I'm surprised I'm not so more sore than I am in my hips just from that like pressure. But what did we do first? We had everything in the boat. And we, we, tried, we tried to actually... Use the motor is basically oh, yeah. just dirt. Wasn't like even hardly mud. It didn't do nothing. Didn't budget. as expected. And so, <clears throat> I think at that point, did we just throw everything out? No, we didn't. <clears throat> I think oh, we tried to push. We it. we pushed a little ways, but it was pivoting back mm. and forth with the motor. We went just. We didn't make it very far, and then we're like, let's chuck everything out. Yeah. So we chucked. Except for Rocky, like he still was in the boat. Three or four dozen decoys out, ice chest, our cameras, all that stuff. We chucked it out. And our blind bags. Yeah, blind bags. And we Downgraded put, our clothes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> peeled off two layers. We had to basically scoot this thing out. I, I didn't think we'd be able to budget, actually. I didn't think we'd be able to actually move it from the original spot we got stuck and... Luckily, with two of us, I don't. I don't even know if one guy could have done it. I don't see how. I don't know. <laughs> Luckily, there was two of us to push. We worked this thing back and forth, back and forth. We ended up like we would push the back as far as we could, and then we'd trim down, lock the motor into the mud, and then push the front over because we wanted to get <clears throat> you know that fifteen feet over to the water. Well. It got a little easier, but not a ton when we got to the water because mm-hmm. it was only like three inches. And uh, so <laughs> at that point, we're like, Tyson's is like, we should probably throw this stuff back in. So we threw the stuff back in. Dude, and the hard, hardest walk I've ever walked in mud, how, how long do you think it would t- take to do... 15 feet to walk that. Oh, to walk that? Like a couple oh. minutes. Yeah. Two minutes to get to, like 15 to go 15 feet. feet. I don't know. Maybe not that long. It, a no. minute. At least a minute. It was, dude, it was. It yeah. was because you, you get in, you sink to your knee, and then you got to work it, work it, work it, yeah, work it, it, work it minutes. to get it out, and then you take that step. Yeah. Yeah. It was unbearable. So what we did is Thomas went all the way to the toolies, so we're 15 feet or whatever from the boats on the edge. He threw them all. I was getting covered in mud, but we didn't. it was worth it because we didn't want to walk back and forth. Yeah, it was worth getting splashed. Yeah, so then I took it. I'd be halfway to the boat, threw them to me, then I threw them in the boat. Yada, yada, yada. Got all the stuff back in, which thank goodness we did. Or we would have, I mean, I guess we would have hiked it across that little island, but, <clears throat> and then I'm the knucklehead that got us in the situation, so wasn't about to make Thomas walk, so I was like, well, we don't, my 215 pounds in the boat, 
you know, I hated that. I wish Thomas mentioned not bringing rock in. I wish I would listen because I can lock that gunner kennel. I, should, I mean, that is 90 more pounds. But either way, it doesn't matter. Thomas got, tell him what you did. At first, you got momentum. You were rocking it left and right, full bore, completely wound out, <clears throat> left, right, yeah, and trying to get some momentum built up. And you did, like a couple times, like just over the barely moving part to where you're like kind of sliding a little bit. And then he just, compl- but he made, you probably went on that first try till you completely were bushed. You probably went 40 yards from mm-hmm. your original starting point, mm-hmm. maybe 50. Mm-hmm. But already I'm feeling way better. I'm like, okay, I'm going to walk. We talked about, it was like, pick me up on the other side where the deeper channel of the river is. This wasn't the river. It was like a little inlet thing. And I said, I'll walk over there. He has everything. I don't have nothing but what do I have? A drink. A dr- Mountain, Mountain Dew. Dew. <laughs> yeah. A Mountain Dew and something else. Oh, that mag light in case. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Had a flashlight. Because we were thinking the sun was getting ready to set. We're thinking if you have to keep doing that, that's better than us pushing it. Right, yeah. You just So, so the bay just is... Heads up to that. How far in there were we? Like five hundred yards from six hundred yards from the launch or in the bay? No, in like from yeah. once once it gets shallow, probably. And and it was yeah shallow that whole way, like the whole way. Yeah. Just because I had gotten those forty yards, the next four hundred something were just as shallow. So, anyways, we pushed the boat by hand to that to the water that was about three inches deep, and I was like, dude, let's. Let's try. Let's just try the motor. Maybe if one guy pushes in like the front and kind of rocks it, and the motor, you know, I don't know. Maybe we can get moving a little bit. And uh, Ty saw. Well, let's make a plan. If you do get moving, you know, whatever this and that, and that's when because we had no cell service, right, so no service. We couldn't say, "Hey, where are you at?" Yeah, you know, right, right. So we couldn't call each other. So he had the light, a drink, and I'm like, "Okay, I'll come over here." And uh, he's like, but I don't think you're going to get out. <laughs> and I was like, I don't either. But, you know, we've been pushing this boat by hand for an hour and a half, so I was more than willing to try that motor at this point. <clears throat> um, so got in there, and it was pretty thick mud, trimmed down all the way, and just let it rip. And, I mean, just working that thing all the way to the left, all the way to the right, not just like shaking it back and forth. And you could just feel that back end just kind of basically dragging. You know, I could feel it just kind of wedging this way, that way, this way, that way. And, man, I did that for I don't I don't know how long, a little while, and I was just like, I had to stop. I was like, dude, I got to take a break. Like, I, you know how when you like you run or you lift or you do something like so like hard, you feel like you're going to throw up, you know? I was like, oh, dude, I got to take a stop real quick. And Tyus was like, dude, you're making, you know, you're getting, you're moving, you know. I go, all you got, I go, twice you almost Mm -hmm. got speed. Like, Mm -hmm. you broke the the barely moving part. Mm -hmm. You were like a really bad, and I don't know, it just, whatever. I said, Dan, keep, even if you, I go, that's what I said, I go, even if you just keep doing that, eventually you're going to get out. Mm -hmm. I mean, better than us pushing it, Mm -hmm. which I know it was wearing you out, but we Mm -hmm. both knew it was worth it. Mm -hmm. Because even in the water, the mud was knee deep. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, 
there is no like pushing it. You got to do that. So anyway, uh, took a break. You only, only stopped for like four or five minutes. I thought. Yeah, took a took a little break and then got back on it. And I don't know for some reason it it just caught slowly, slowly, slowly started building speed. I was. I don't know. I kind of went wider and then started to shorten the back and forth. To me, what it looked like you were doing is you were doing to center to to left, to center mm-hmm. to left, to center to left. That's when it was really catching whatever mm-hmm. you had going on there. Mm-hmm. Man, dude, you went past that. You started building speed, and I was like, thank you, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> and then you just— We were both doing I it. I knew you won, You knew you had momentum, and now you're moving like mm-hmm. probably five miles an hour, mm-hmm. whatever, plus, maybe 10. Mm-hmm. And I knew you wanted to look up and like, oh, but you're, yeah. <laughs> you wanted to make sure. And you finally, I don't know, when it caught and you knew, I just, you kind of was throwing your, I was screaming yeah. like, yeah. And I was like throwing my fist in there. And you look back when you were <laughs> this pumping. And we're, dude, so, oh, thank you. Yeah. Because yeah. we were making guests, like Thomas was saying, oh, we'll pre- we might, if, if we get out, we'll be back at the launch at seven and. I was saying nine, ten o'clock, and I said and I was even mentally preparing, like if we have to sleep out here, <laughs> like you know. <clears throat> but anyways, he picked me up on the other side of this island. We were just talking. We we're just like, dude, I can't believe everything this. was muddy. Oh man, Cubber. we start. We started. I mean, everything: decoys, bags, brown, it, like caked, and probably and two inches boat. of mud, solid the whole across the bottom of the boat. In the boat, yeah. the deck, the sides, the motor. So we kind of slightly washed like decoys and and our waders a little bit now that we're back in cleaner water <clears throat> and we still had just enough time to scout a little bit we ended up finding a little pocket with birds um that we thought about hunting um we didn't end up doing it but man, i kind of wish now now know what we know now you're right i wish we would have hunted there this morning right but anyways, moral of the story is we got back to the launch and we were just like, and then to me that's impressive. So that the, happy the fact that we even got on plane on that that if people would see that like no way, uh-huh. there's no way you're gonna get up in two inches of water uh-huh. three on straight flat mud right. yeah, from yeah, a yeah. dead stop. Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah. I mean, I know that's what they're made for. And and uh, Kevin mentioned what's that Gator Glide? Yeah, whatever. Right. He said that's where that really comes in handy too. But yeah. Anyways, we're stoked. So that's how this it's things been going good. But to we could probably end in this, huh? Yeah. We found birds today, so in a totally different area, and um, we think it's gonna be pretty good to say the least. So mm-hmm. just in time for Travis and yes and Caleb. And so. it was such a spirit lifter, man. That really was seeing mm-hmm. what we've seen today. Which man. really we haven't had like concrete plans this whole trip, really. Mm-hmm. Going we, in the blind. Huh? Going in the blind. I mean, we're just trying no, to learn a whole new right as far as locations or launches or anything like that. Yeah. Like, because really, we were planning on going to a different launch, and just based off the road, uh, you know, route that we took, we're like, why don't we just stop at this closer one first? We had plans to stop there at some point. And we're like, why don't we just stop there first? So, got there and. Um, immediately was happy that we did. So, um, more to come, hopefully more, more to come on that one. You know, scouting's one thing, execution's another. So yeah. Anyways, but it it was a it was a good good stop, and uh, so as of right now, things are looking good. So yeah, 
you'll find out on the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> Whether it was good or bad. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you in the next one. <laughs> <laughs>